Welcome to Adulting License. This is a podcast about our journey growing up as we create a safe space to chat about literally anything. Relationships, friendships, mental health, self-care, career, you name it. And who are we? We're best friends, but unfortunately, we don't even get to live in the same city. We're living thousands of miles and various flights away from each other. But we've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly together. And now we're gonna share it all with you. Welcome to episode 10 of Editing License on Scene Media. I'm Mia, and joining me today are Angie and Dawn. How are we? I'm jet-lagged, but I'm surviving. <laughs> it's not my week, but I am here for our 10th episode with my girls. I'm sorry if I sound horrible today. <laughs> oh my god, you poor thing. Are you like jet-lagged or are you like sick sick? Um, a bit of both, I'd say. I mean, not so jet-lagged, but... um. <laughs> I may or may not have vomited like three times a day. Aww, feel better. That's so sad. I'm sure you had a great time with your family though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was really great. Yes, but it's so bizarre that we're on our 10th episode already. Time really flies and I'm just so grateful that I get to do this with my girls. Um, Just imagine Aww. us like listening to this podcast 10 years later, laughing about our funny dating stories. Isn't that so cute though? <laughs> Yeah, it will be. I mean, hopefully I'll have a boyfriend by then. <laughs> wow, yeah. maybe more than a boyfriend, hopefully. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's crazy though, 10 years now. you will be 30. Yeah. I'll be like 31. Exactly. 30, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Okay, let's just not think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we can do something about the boyfriend part. I mean, if there's any eligible boys <laughs> listening to this podcast, please hit me up. Like, do not hesitate. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you have to go through Dawn's and Angie's first. But we're yeah. not that strict, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but, anyways, back to our podcast. What are we talking about today? Well, we've talked about first dates, talking stage, on dating apps, and all of that, like before dating, right? Up to the ninth episode. So, today for the tenth, Let's jump past into the after stage of a relationship and particularly moving in together. Ooh, moving in. That's huge. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's like the ultimate adulting license topic. Mm. It's such a big step, right? Like, have you guys ever lived with your partner before? Um, I have not. I feel like that is just such a big step in a relationship and there just wasn't an appropriate time for me and my ex to move in together. But... Fun fact about me though, I actually don't think I could ever, I would ever want to move in with my partner. Like, I'm the type of person who would need a whole lot of personal space. And I feel like seeing each other all the time kind of take away the fun of dating. Like, you don't get to miss each other. But on the other hand, I also like see the fun of getting to live together and having someone you love by your side 24-7. Yeah, it's true. Like if you always stay together, it's more like you already live together. There's no point of having to miss each other. I totally agree on that. But mm. it's so fun having like it's just nice getting to see them every day though. Cause like I technically kind of live rent-free. <laughs> with my partner because like I come so often right and I spend like the majority of my time here already so I guess maybe I have moved in maybe n- not not really like it's a very great era honestly 
I mean, that's really sweet. I know a few friends of mine who are doing the same thing, and I always ask them, like, why don't they just moved in with their partner already instead of still paying for their own rent and literally exactly. only live there like one day per week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. I personally can't relate because I've never been in a situation where I've had to consider like moving in with a partner. So I don't really know. But I've never been there. Mm. Hopefully soon, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. When do you think it's appropriate to move in then? Um, yeah, I think for me, I would give it a couple of years. I think moving in is like the last crucial step before marriage. Honestly, like once you can live with them, you can be with them forever. Think. I mean, I think Mia knows I'm a little bit messy and have some weird habits that not everyone finds so cute. Like for example, I always leave my cupboards opened, and it drove Mia a little crazy okay, that, at the that beginning. That drives me crazy as well. <laughs> I hate seeing yeah. that. Yeah, and you guys are not the only ones. Now my boyfriend sees it when I'm cooking, and he always has to close it to me as well. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think it takes a strong relationship to be able to move in together because you're legit bringing in two separate lives together, and mm. so so obviously be differences and definitely arguments as well. So it's gonna take two really strong people. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. but isn't it kind of nice? Like when you cook, you have someone to close your cupboards for you. Like isn't that yeah. <laughs> And like for the record, at the end, I was really used to that already. So like when you moved out and went back to Germany, I was kind of missed. Like you know, just going around closing <laughs> cupboards and doors and you know everything that you left behind. <laughs> And I feel like once you've lived with them long enough, like those kind of traits has become like the common norm in Mm. your lives. Like you don't mind doing it anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, well, for me, I think this is kind of like a biased and narrowed view in mind coming from like an international student background. But literally, maybe like after a month of dating is fine. Because, like, wow. rent here is expensive. Like, I would not mind sharing a roommate just to split rent. <laughs> well, then but pick... then again, it's like, it really it really depends on the person, though. Well, then pick a roommate, not your partner. Because I, <laughs> I would never, period. Like, I feel like my insecurity would not let me move in with, like, someone that I'm seeing after a year of dating, let alone a month. Like... <laughs> That's just a bit crazy to me because like I mentioned above, I'm that type of person who would need personal space and I don't think I would want my partner to see me in my PJs after a month of dating. (laughs) Um, And I also feel like I would have that thought in in the back of my head, like who would move out if it doesn't work out and if we ever Mm. break up? Um, and I hate moving, y'all. It's a very tiring process. I kind of yeah, like for sure, moving, like, though. Really? Yeah. It's like you always get, like, this fresh start and trying to, like, settle down somewhere new. It's like there's always this kind of, like, glam and glitz over just, like, decorating your room, finding storage, everything again. Not the packing stuff, no. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, Actually, the carrying and no. stuff. God. It's Maybe enough just for me. Part yeah, the idea well, alone makes like me that. sick. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, oh, no, Dawn. No, no, no. High five. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, maybe I don't mind seeing them in my pajamas or anything because I feel like if you're dating them already, then you're pretty much like quite comfortable with them. Like, given that a month in, had, like, are you, you know, serious? Like, given, oh, I mean, like, for dating, though, for dating, you probably have like several months before that, before you actually date. So, like, you're already kind of comfortable enough with each other, and you already know 
what they're kind of like and they probably have would have seen you in your pajamas before anyways like oh, I really? feel like I'm that kind of comfortable because like wouldn't you like call them on <laughs> FaceTime or something at night like they would have already seen it so this is just in person right yeah so yeah I think like that's fine maybe yes no judgment here I just don't mm. know if I can do it because I'm just like a shy person in general and a month in it's quite intense like Mm -hmm. I feel like the thought of going on dates with them would still make me nervous so I I won't go there just yet but yes you do you that's totally fine I think this is like a different definition of dating though because like when I define dating you're like girl in a committed relationship with them already not like trying to figure them out anymore Mm -hmm. maybe that's why I feel like a month is fine because like you've already spent so much time with them Mm. not like talking to them in the first month and then moving in directly because that's dangerous yeah that is dangerous mm. no no i feel what you mean because like with my ex like we spend like i don't know eight months or so getting to know each other mm. and then mm. started dating so it's kind of like um like that but i also know a mm. lot of people who ju- would just like jump straight into dating and yeah so that would be kind of um you know yeah i think i'm leaning more towards like the first option there where you already know each other fully Mm. yeah i i I see what you mean i think that for me before moving in with a partner i would also love to live like completely alone for a few years like right now i have roommates and i think the next stage is to have my own place and make my own habits and find myself so that when the time comes for me to hopefully move in with my boyfriend one day um we can like merge our lives and we don't feel like we're losing ourselves because that's also like my big fear of moving in with somebody and that we both have like our personal space when we want like does this kind of make sense Mm absolutely that's very nice though like i feel like one mm, once you live by yourself already you see the way you live and you see like your mm-hmm. own red flags in living alone For so you know sure. how to fix it right mm. and i feel like since yeah. we live by ourselves in a whole different country it's just so easy to spend time with them though like you already have a space to yourself whether you have roommates or not like you still have your own space like you don't have anyone guarding over you like you want to cook dinner together yeah mm-hmm. sure that's easy you can split groceries you want a movie night like we can come over and watch netflix together it's so easy mm. yeah like not gonna lie even though i'm not like the biggest fan of the idea of moving in with your partner i i've thought about how amazing it would be if i could you know come home to someone i love after a tiring day at work and the fact that you rarely have to say goodbye that often is so good too i just hate Mm. saying goodbyes (laughs) and it's like reassuring knowing that someone's like waiting for you at home right yeah it's such a nice mm. feeling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that would be nice, especially when you both have like a job and you can't see each other often during the day. Mm. And then it would be so nice to see a significant other and recap about the day. And then just have a long cuddle after your yes. day. It would be so cute. Oh, that's the best part. Oh my god. I yeah. think it would be nice if you have, if you guys can like balance work and life together. So like 
someone finishes mm-hmm. work, someone has already prepared dinner,、mm. and then you just come home and dinner's already ready. That is amazing. Wow. But on、nice. a serious a note, yeah, yeah, I see that like moving in early isn't always a good thing as well. Cause like you're still in the honeymoon phase. Like you, you're seeing your partner and the relationship itself through like very rose-colored glasses. Like you just don't realize the bad things up front and see the red flags as they are.、Mm. Yeah, for sure. Like in the honeymoon phase, everything seems so perfect, and once you've Gone through the ups and down and are still together, then I think it shows that you can possibly move in together.、Mm. Yes, and personally, I feel like a month is way too short. Like unless you've known each other for ages before, then it's a different thing. So like we mentioned before, but if not, then you definitely have my respect for moving in with a stranger after a month. Haha. <laughs> 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 and it's actually very dangerous as well. I mean, like. You honestly can't trust anyone fully within like a one month period.、Mm. Like, who knows what kind of dangerous activities or plans they might have in for you? Like, major serial killer vibes. Like, who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna think that they're both just super, super careless. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, living with someone is not an easy thing. It's not like you can just pack your bags and move in together. You have to consider、mm-hmm. less fun topics like how would you split the bills, groceries, who would cook, who would do the laundry, who would clean the house, etc. Do you really want to have those conversations when you're just one month yes. in? Yes. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would, I just feel like yeah, like I would I rather think- spend that time getting to know you and enjoy the honeymoon phase. Well, yeah, sure. Like, okay, this is like really depending on the definition of dating. But then again, it's like if you're, like, if you talk about these topics, right? You kind of know their financial one, financial background, two, how they spend, like financial habits as well. Because like in the long run, those things are very important to have a stable relationship.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if I would want that conversation when I'm just like、mm. one month in with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> So, what is your biggest insecurity of moving in then?、Um, for me, I think that I'm scared that I'll be extremely messy and dirty, <laughs> like stemming from maybe living with Mia and also living with my roommates. Honestly, because they're all super clean, and I'm always so conscious when people come over to my place or even when my roommates go into the kitchen after I cooked. Like I try to be as tidy as I can. I mean, gotta be honest, doesn't always work, but I try. <laughs> but I feel like if you live with someone, you're just like. You're just holding yourself more accountable to be clean, though. Like、mm-hmm. you just have to be clean.、Yep. Like you don't even second guess it.、Yeah. So that's kind of good, maybe.、Mm. But I think okay, my insecurity kind of stems from like um like myself, where I'm totally different from the way I talk, I dress, I act, or even look when I'm at home and going out. So like, I don't know if I'm. I would be like a hundred percent comfortable, just like completely lounging around with a partner until like I know for sure completely a hundred percent that I'm secure with the way I look and act.、Mm, me too. Like I'm so insecure about how I look, especially in the morning when I first wake up. I don't think I'll be comfortable letting them see my bare face in the morning.、Um, it's very embarrassing for me. <laughs> Funny story: a guy that I used to date would sometimes spend the night at my place, and honestly, I rarely got any sleep.、Um, oh God! I think one time I was wide awake at four a.m., so I left the bed and I napped on my couch for a solid hour. Oh my God! And then I woke up. 
brush my teeth and put on a fair amount of lip balm so I don't look like a dead fish. And then I came back to bed with him, then pretended like I'd never left. <laughs> oh my god, wow. that's dedication. Dedication, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I think like skin insecurity really fuels mine as well. Like mm. I deal with acne and hyperpigmentation, right? So like I'm just super insecure and uncomfortable if someone just told me like completely bare at first. Mm, that would be a huge problem for me when I'm on my period for sure. So honestly, I don't really enjoy it when, you know, they spend the night over. I yeah. 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 I would like for wake up well. the next day and feel like I have the worst hangover ever because I didn't oh. get Oh yeah. I feel like when I do sleep, I always like wake up a bit earlier than I should be just because like I feel like I'm kind of anxious. Mm. So I feel like I get up like 30 <laughs> minutes sure, an yeah. hour before they do. Mm. But you I already... even do this during like sleepovers with my friends <laughs> as a yeah. kid. Yeah, me too. So self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Oh, sleepovers. How fun. <laughs> yeah, should do that sometime. But yeah, I think for me, I also have to be comfy without makeup with my partner to be able to move in with them. But honestly, after like five days, I'm usually like, I'm done. Um, I'm done putting effort into this. Like, this is a real me. Take it or leave it. Oh, I love that. We love yeah. that confidence. Yeah, yeah, I love that for you. <laughs> I think a good way to maybe like transition into this would to like maybe go on a few day road trips or like camping with them just so like you can sense that if you're comfortable around them mm. or like you see there's any actions or habits that you don't like in them as well yeah yeah this is such a such a great idea like or just sleepovers in general like such a great idea mm, i think that is such a good introduction into my question so you know what do you think how how do we make moving in together easier oh that's so spot on then traveling yeah and like going on a trip or travel together like angie said is such a good idea like Mm -hmm. i think you definitely get a glimpse of their living style for sure yeah and it's like good to make memories as well right Mm. and i think Mm -hmm. like maybe another thing you could do is like visit their current place and see like how they're currently living and get a Mm. sense of what their living standards are so you're like not too taken back or surprised when you actually move in together mm-hmm. yeah i think for me and i like we were both super shocked when we moved in with each other because we had a little bit of a little bit different living standards and we had to kind of adjust so definitely have an inspection if you can and <laughs> for me always check the bathroom and the kitchen they're the mm. most important spaces yes like oh, and the laundry too the laundry oh, if you yeah, go yeah. to their house Ooh. and there's like lint in the dryer no <laughs> that's a no for me oh my god good um, one good yeah tip. that's a good one yeah um i feel like personally the first thing that i would look for is whether that space is clean or not because that's huge for me like okay it doesn't have to be like sparkling clean but like don't put your clothes on the mm. floor or have unwashed dishes for days mm. like yeah. at least the bare minimums right mm. and that i guess like it kind of applies even if they're still living at home or moved out with like a roommate because you could like okay if example you went to their home and they still live with the parents right you can just like crack some jokes with the parents and say how messy his room is and like you can gorge like an interest or reaction from the parents to say how he actually is maybe (laughs) or like with his roommates i would just think it's easy to like straight up just text him and ask like oh how is it like living with them oh wow that is like very straightforward (laughs) yeah i think because like 
I think a lot of my friends do that as well. Really? Yeah, because like here when you're living like alone, right? You ask people to be roommates and stuff, and then you you kind of like want to check like you know like job referencing. You want to check their references <laughs> if their like other roommates were like okay with living with them because mm. sometimes. One person could look so clean, so well groomed and stuff, but their house is an absolute mess, and you would not know that yeah. unless like, someone told you. Yeah. Be like, give me a review now. <laughs> exactly, give me two references. I'll call them. <laughs> Just like landlords. Yeah, technically. Well, technically, mm-hmm. you are going to like have to do that as a landlord as well. Right, if you're paying like, the bills <laughs> yeah, and everything. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's. That's a great idea. <laughs> Besides that, what are some deal breakers for moving in together? I'm trying to think of like from ex- from my experience. Like, I don't know if this is a good one, but probably if they're like really stingy. Like, mm. I get it if you that you have to be financially responsible to an extent, mm. but there must be a balance. Like, mm. once you live with someone, you have to let go a little. Like, of course, you should share rent and utilities and the basic, but let's yeah. not share like. I don't know an apple, you know, or oh I don't my know. God. I've heard of people mm. who share like cups of detergents that they use. It's oh just God. ridiculous, no? No. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree, and I don't think it was ever like a problem for us at all. No, that's yeah. good because like it's just way too tiring to like divide everything right down to the very penny. Yeah, but let's mm-hmm. keep this question for a bit later because I think in a Q and A we do dive in a bit more in this. Mm, all right. Um, for me, I just think if they don't know how to handle chores, I. No, that's immediately no. Like, I don't want to baby them, right? Or look after every <laughs> single little detail. Like, I didn't sign up to be a mom, you know? Mm, that's very mm-hmm. true. And it's like, it's not just not knowing how to do chores, but also not understanding social cues. Like, if you see me washing dishes after dinner, you should know to go wipe the kitchen or the table or do something. Like, at least take out the trash. I don't. I don't want to tell you to do that. Like I want you to know that you should be doing that. Mm, that's a good point. I feel like one of the perks of living with someone else is that you don't have to do everything by yourself. Like I think understanding social cues is a great word for that. Like if I cook, you can do the dishes. If I do the dishes, you can take the trash out. It mm. should like it should be an unspoken rule. I feel like. Um, and one thing that I'm very proud of Don and I was that during the time that we lived together, we never fought once about anything related to chores. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and I never took that for granted. And if it is a problem, you can always use a cleaning schedule. Like that always did the trick for me and my current mm. roommates. Mm. That's good as well. But like definitely someone who has like initiative mm. to know how yep. to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to the Q and A session of the week. Um, Question one, what are some questions you should ask each other before moving in? Um, definitely your budget still, cause like you don't want to be lower your living standards by living in like a dirty old apartment, right? Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to pay too much for a place that you just clearly can't afford, but because of your ego is too high to say no. So like talk how mm-hmm. you really want to spend on rent, how to deep dive into like 
utilities, groceries, blah, blah, blah. And there's just like so much to really discuss about finance as well. Yeah, definitely. I feel like in order for you to have like a smooth sailing moved in together, the tough conversation has to be done first. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like it's best to get it out in the open and avoid any arguments after. Mm. Yeah, because like money issues are like a very, very important and crucial topic. Because like if you don't talk about it now, it's just going to come back and haunt you later. Mm. And like honestly, a lot of divorces are also money based as well like you gotta have the same or at least similar spending habits i guess because like you don't want to go home after buying groceries and them to complain like oh why do you spend ten dollars on detergent why didn't you just get like the five dollar one it's just like it's good to save but it's very annoying if you always have to kind of like argue each other about that yeah, and that's kind mm-hmm. of like circle back to the stingy problem. And mm. yeah, I would I would not like that. <laughs> but yes, a few of my friends actually have like a share bank account. So whenever they spend anything related to the living cost, they would use that credit card. And I think that's pretty cool and will definitely save you a lot of time in the long run. I agree. Like I'm a huge fan of this idea and I would definitely do it if I move in with somebody. Mm. I think the idea of having like a shared bank account though is actually really helpful if you guys were to like move on in the relationship and then get married because it helps your credit score because like it shows that you guys Mm. have had time committed together and how you spend Mm. and it's like it shows that there's already been commitment as well yeah exactly that's true learning a lot moving on to question two we've lived together for half a year but just don't see things eye to eye and have broken up what should i do move out is it too awkward if I have dates coming over? That's such a sad question. Like, mm. you poor thing. It would be, like, really, really awkward to keep, keep living together and deal with all of that. But I don't know. If I were you, I would just, like, move out. Because, like, you can stay strong. And it's going to be hard to remove yourself from an environment. But you can do it. And mm. it's for the better as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you guys have broken up, I assume that you've had that conversation about who would have to move out already but if for some reason they deny to move out if i were you i would move out myself like it's definitely a difficult situation but you just have to like you know again stay strong and think about what's best for you and no i don't think you should bring dates over <laughs> yeah i couldn't yeah, agree true. more with both of you like i don't think i could live in the same place again mm. so i would also move out immediately or, or as soon as i can like, i can't imagine having dates over at a place i was hanging out like <laughs> my ex yeah with like let alone have him like lurking around in the background sometimes as well yeah and i feel so like awkward. we should have like some respect for them as well even though even if yeah. you don't you didn't end up on good terms yeah Okay, it's but like what if even respect for the for the new date? Mm. Yeah. What if you did end up on good terms and instead of dating, you became like best 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 friends, and they were like helping you find a new person, and they were like you know evaluating them from afar instead? Mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I feel like like even okay if your ex is fine with that. I don't know if your date would actually be fine with that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, me neither. Fair. I think that's just a a sketchy situation to be in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And plus, it would just, like, hurt you to stay in that environment as well, because, like, you're trying to go through the whole healing process, but they're just, like, lurking around and living (laughs) with you. Like, you would not have any time for yourself at all. Mm. And you can't even, like, wander around in your own house, because, like, you're scared to meet them. Yeah. And it's just, like, 
yeah not my vibe yeah yeah i know right like it would make the situation worse and worse like you're both emotional you see each other and another fight is sparked it's a horrible scenario for both sides involved and it would just get worse Mm, i agree i actually don't think i could do that i might crash at someone else's until one of us find a new place and move out for sure <laughs> oh my god you know what yeah. fun story but like before one of my friend so like we we were in the same high school and everything right but we just didn't really hang out back then we didn't even talk or anything and then suddenly she moved to australia we happened to live in the same exact same building and she was like only like two levels up from me Mm. and then one day i was out and then she texted me okay our mutual friend texted me saying like hey my friend just broke up you know her as well do you mind if like you guys can have a talk and next thing led to another she came over to my place to sleep over and i was like comforting her until like 5 a.m and then we became like best friends afterwards so it's not a (gasps) bad thing to crash your friend's house maybe Oh, that's cute. Do we know mm-hmm. this person? Yeah, it's Chloe. Who's Chloe? I don't think you guys know her. <laughs> I'll tell you later. She she she's like a year above me. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that's good. Well, hi, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. <laughs> it's so cute. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah. The sad thing was, it was like she kept having to go back home after a few days to get her stuff and sleep in the same bed oh, as yeah? her ex, and Aww. then come down and crash with me again. <laughs> You're such a good friend, But it was all good laughs. We all all need a friend like you. It'll be fun. (laughs) Come over. (laughs) I will. If I have a boyfriend first. (laughs) You don't need to have a boyfriend to be able to come over, honey. Anytime. (laughs) All right. Okay, moving on to question three. Let's go to the next question. Yeah. I'm living with my partner, but sometimes I feel like we don't have enough personal space. Well, I don't have enough personal space, but we're doing everything together. I don't want to hurt their feelings by letting them, letting them know, but what should I do? Mm, I think I understand how you feel because that's the, the number one reason why I don't think I could move in with my partner. Um, I feel like personally, I would have picked an apartment with two bedrooms to begin with. <laughs> yeah, mm. me too. At least two, I think. Yeah, first of all, like even if you sleep together in one room you would still have your own personal space when you need to. Secondly, if you ever argue and feel like you don't want to see their face, you can always sleep in your room. Um, How about getting bunk beds? <laughs> so you can stay together in the same room, you don't have to see each other's no, faces. No, that would not work. I have used bunk bed before with my sister, and I have none, zero whatsoever personal space. Um, I want to sleep on top. No. <laughs> fun i've never had a bunk bed it's my whole scary. life it's scary my parents that's like literally my childhood dream it's it was so funny my parents didn't even let me sleep in a higher bed because they mm. were scared that i would fall off and i was like <laughs> that's not gonna happen but yeah all right back to the question <laughs> i feel like um i think having a conversation with them is the mature thing to do here like I think if they love you and understand you as a person, it wouldn't hurt their feelings if you communicate your needs. I personally think it's healthy to have your own personal space and your partner should respect that about you. I I honestly don't think it would be a huge issue at all, but good luck. I kind of agree and disagree at the same time. So agree on the talking part, disagree on the apartment usage, just because like... I'd rather use a two-bedroom, one for like a study or like a home office and the other one as a bedroom instead because I really don't like messing up my, like I don't like sharing my 
sleeping space and my working space together for some reason. Mm, so like I feel like if it was me, I would pick an apartment with two bedrooms and then one of the room would have, you know, it would kind of like be my bedroom and then the other one would be his bedroom and then when we sleep we can pick one bedroom to sleep together but like our personal mm. space and study area and you know everything would be separated ha mm, mm, mm. huh, interesting mm. that would be my like choice but i don't know if there's a better way that would yeah. be nice that's oh, interesting honestly. i've never thought about it mm. yeah yeah um but i personally i i like angie's um concept i think that's how i would do it but maybe i'll consider because Mia's idea also sounds kind of nice. Um, I was thinking just using the office as like a guest bathroom. Oh, <laughs> guest bedroom, sorry. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then just having the extra bed there if you need space, but not having like two main bedrooms. But that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I also can't imagine like during quarantine and having to constantly work in the same room as my partner. It would drive me nuts and it would probably drive them nuts, honestly. Mm. True. But I know like my friend, she shares a one bedroom apartment with her boyfriend. So they essentially sleep together and spend every single living moment with together, right? But he actually goes back to his parents' house like every now and then to visit. And then he spends a few nights there as well. So like you don't really have to see each other all the time. But let's be honest, mm-hmm. it's very hard for if you're like living as an international student, it's very hard to already have another separate house to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that as maybe a good tip, but I probably can't do it personally. Wait, what do you mean you can't do it personally? Like, I feel like if I, if I already live with someone and I need alone time, like, I don't know, I would want to go to like an escape place. I wouldn't want to go and run off to my parents or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it's not like yeah. because arguments or anything. It's just like he just wants, because he's an only child as well, right? So he just wants to visit okay. them sometimes and then like also spend time yeah. with them as well. So it makes sense to have like a few days off from each other every now and then. Mm. But then again, yeah, okay, if it's like you're that. lucky enough to have another space to go to. But it's definitely good to set boundaries as well though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And in the end, you would rather let them know like calmly and honestly instead of letting it escalate into a fight, then, mm. then it would be too late. And who knows, maybe they also feel the same way. Yeah. All right, and that's the end of today's episode. I hope you guys had fun listening to this one and good luck to anyone out there who's about to move in with your partner. You're in for a fun ride. Yes, and just like this week, we'll be having a Q&A session about a certain topic. So don't forget to send your questions to our Instagram at Adulting License for our next episode. As always, follow us on Instagram for more updates. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'll drop a new episode every fortnight.